SheCast is a project of SheCreate. SheCast is made by intersectional, rioting writers, made for those who need their voices heard. Through representation for static, creative minds, and lastly, for me. For me. For me. SheCast. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to SheCast, guys. Okay, shout out to Pinky, because she's not here with us. She's sick. My poor baby is sick. It's okay. She'll be back. Send her imaginary chicken soup. Oh, yeah, true. Yes. Hold on, wait. Uh, got it. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Well, so, okay, <laughs> tomato soup with, with some garlic. Garlic. Some Garlic. grilled cheese. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that. Take that back. We love you, Pinky. Sorry, <laughs> We're not trying to poison you, I promise. <laughs> Um, we have at the table Just Mariqua Adams Darkness And Blue Okay so guys I have ex- <laughs> a very special announcement Just before ooh, I got ooh. here I want to go medal for my singing uh, awesome. Good job yeah. I'm so proud Thanks, of you nice. They grow up so fast <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys Okay um, So how have you guys been? Um, I've been really good. I just got back from softball practice, so yeah. <laughs> I've been pretty great too. I hung out with a friend that I haven't seen in a while yesterday, and you know we just went on a bunch of adventures, and it was pretty awesome. Oh, a lot's been going on. I've been working, getting that cash money. Period. It's a bag. <laughs> okay. Um, I just finished doing a show at my school, and then the next day i went and i bought overalls so that was it was an interesting Those overalls are yeah. awesome by the way so Thank cute. You. is wearing them right now and honestly like ooh, i wish that this was a video honestly <laughs> <laughs> nothing's really been happening with me either um school is kind of stressful right now actually but other than that it's great you got this boo you're so smart mm-hmm. everybody listening knows that too by the way yeah <laughs> like yeah Okay, guys, so today we have a really good treat for you guys. Our episode today is Spilling the Tea, which is basically tea time, but we're just having a whole segment of tea Mm -hmm. time because we just love spilling the tea with you guys. So you guys sent in questions and stuff, and you guys wanted our advice, so here we are. I'm going to give it to you. Hello, fellow humans. The world is a little scary right now, and sometimes I feel sad. What are some things you can do to make yourself feel better? Hmm. Felt that. <laughs> I felt that too. The world is really scary. Yeah. Um, sometimes when I'm feeling lost or like alone, mm-hmm. sometimes uh, what I do is I just like put on really comfy clothes, yes. pajamas, and so just care. do like all the things I love. So like I like to draw, I like mm-hmm. to write, I like to read. Just like give me time for me. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. I feel like the big thing is like, what you're describing is like a detox basically yeah and what i do is i just cry a lot a whole lot like i cry and i cry and then i cry some more and you know you just gotta let all those feelings Mm -hmm. out because they really weigh you down yeah i i don't realize how much things bother me until after i've cried about them and be like wow i feel so much better i mean crying honestly is really good like yeah. I mean, like, it hurts, but, like, also, like, I mean, it doesn't physically hurt. If it physically hurts, please go see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it it makes you feel better after. It's, mm-hmm. like, catharsis, like, getting all of it out. I feel like also because, like, people sometimes like to 
sort of hide their emotions and like stuff it deep down inside of your self. And then when you kind of just like let it out, it sort of like cleanses your whole mind and body and you can feel it. I think it's also admitting to yourself that things get to you because Mm -hmm. a lot of the time when we watch news or whatever is bothering you, you're like, it's fine. Like, this is okay. And then you crying is being like, no, it's not okay, but Mm -hmm. it's happening and I'm living through it. And it is what it is. Yeah. And like kind of like relating to that, the world is really scary because Mm -hmm. like a lot of things going on is honestly just terrifying. And like, I think it is important to realize like there needs to be changes and taking steps to make things better. Mm -hmm. But like also you have like a thousand hundred billion gazillion percent right to be happy like absolutely being happy is important this even if like worse things are going on you have the right to make yourself happy mm-hmm. yeah i think like what blue was saying like doing things that you love don't feel guilty or bad mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. hang out with the people that you love also yeah. because they know you so well and they know what makes you happy and you you can't feel like i have to save the world or i'm not doing enough because this is also your life mm-hmm. and you got to do the best with the circumstances, you know? Mm-hmm. You are not the one to blame for the world being so scary. Yeah. Everyone listening at home, you like fully deserve it. Yes. You're so valid. Hello, lovely SheCasters. Okay, our next writer says, Hello, lovely SheCasters. When I fail at something or am not immediately perfect at something I try, I like to give up. How do I cope with failure? I know failure is a part of the process, but it's so nerve-wracking to let people see it. From Double Mint Gum. Okay, what do you guys think? Um, I really, really relate to this question. Like, I'm very, very scared of failure, and especially failure in front of people. Um, But one thing that has helped me get over that a lot is just realizing that a lot of times people feel like the same way and they're as scared of messing up as you are sometimes. Mm -hmm. And even though like that's kind of a weird thing to hear, it's like it's really true because, you know, if you're scared of failing a test, then like a bunch of people also are scared of failing that same test probably. Mm -hmm. So you just got to realize that you're not alone in your fear of failing and you're probably not going to be if you mess up you're probably not going to be the only one and also people are very focused on their uh, on themselves sometimes mm. so like you know they're, they that's might not true. even notice mm. like ugh. that's honestly how like i am like with softball because like i go to practice and sometimes i mess up like i drop the ball or like i don't throw the ball like directly at the person um but it just sets you up to be a better person and that it gives you ambition to work harder and get better and just like practice even more. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, your SheCasters. How are young people building intersectional and healthy communities for themselves? I asked because I think back to my early teen years and feeling like I had a lot of unhealthy relationships, especially with girls that was fueled by jealousy, body shaming, and pure pettiness. I'd like to think a younger generation is being smarter about cultivating the communities they want to be surrounded by 
but I'd like to know how they are doing it between school, extracurricular activities, social media, etc. Love from Texan in Milwaukee. I feel like um, <laughs> that was a good. quite good. Um, I feel like for the first part of the question, I feel that um, there's still like a lot of relationships out there where girls are like judging their friends based on their appearance and mm-hmm. things like that. And that sucks to be surrounded by that because you actually feel like there's something wrong with you when yeah, there's really sure. not. Um, and I feel like girls should be supporting girls 24-7 and like hyping them up, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And things like that. Just periods. Period. <laughs> and, like, I mean, it comes from a point, like, right now I'm like, why does that exist? Why do girls mm-hmm. shame each other? For no reason. We're all in this together, ladies. No. Yeah, no to need. that. We really need to have each other's backs. Like, yeah. Especially right now. Like, because in this yeah. day and age, yeah. yeah, especially right now. And I mean, I, I mean, I think we've all had an unhealthy relationship with mm-hmm. another girl or, Definitely. you know, and I think that came from a place where I wasn't being real or honest with that person and they weren't being real and honest with me because a lot of the times when someone's toxic, it's because they're also being toxic to themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and they're just that negative energy is already within themselves. So they're going to... If only if you only have negative energy, that's the kind of energy you're going to be giving out. Yeah. yeah. I really try to, like, talk to my friends and, like, see what's going on with them if I feel like they're kind of, like, in a bad place. Like, I definitely am like, are you doing okay right mm-hmm. now? Like, do you need me to come over to your house and play video games with you for an hour? Like, are <laughs> yeah. you good? Um, like, just so then, our, like, friendship stays healthy because, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, I need my friends and because it's yeah. also not just about you. It's also considering the other person being like, "Hey, you good? Yeah, <laughs> yo, you good? Are you good? And, <laughs> you good? And I feel like if that's like mutual, if like you guys are like looking out for each other, like if I like like I just feel like especially like girl to girl friendships, and so it's like, well, if you are like, if, okay, wait, can I reset? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so it's important to like look out for each other and have it be mutual so that like they look out for you and you look out for them. Mm-hmm, for sure. And uh, going to like the early teen years, yeah, that was very much middle school for me. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I did not, I mean, I had friends, but it was real, real friends who I felt like I could actually talk to and like say real, like, you know, talk about my problems yeah. with. Honestly, no, like not at all. And I think that that's changed for me now, especially since I've like just reflected on that and been like, hey, that wasn't okay. Or like how we treated each other, that wasn't right. And there's no point in being mean to each other because we Mm. all could use a lot more positivity and a lot more love. And like the thing with like, um, like the thing with positivity is like um, when you're like walking down the hallways at school or like. You just mm-hmm. anywhere you should like be like oh i like your shirt or oh you look cute today you know yeah. just spreading positivity because you never know if that person is going through something like that yeah. could change their whole view on their day you know exactly yeah, yeah that, that's me on a daily basis like if i see something like i'm like oh your nails are cute or your hair looks mm-hmm. nice and everything <laughs> yeah. but like in middle school uh, it really wasn't all like that i've I don't know. I was kind of like isolated into mm-hmm. myself and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying like I was uh like conceited or whatever, but I was just like isolated. Like I was to myself and everything because I was bullied and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I overcame that and I was just like, I'm just a 
pocket of sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got to because I think why we're here right now, why we want to be in this space in this first place, because we've built an awesome community where we're mm-hmm. pretty awesome to each other. It's because we've all gone through those dark times. Mm-hmm. like So we understand what it's like to really be within yourself and to have like to you know what it's like to be toxic yourself you know because i've definitely given out like toxic vibes to other people Mm -hmm. and i really i really hated myself for it because i'm like that's Mm -hmm. terrible don't do that to other people and it it hurts you too Mm -hmm. like sometimes it could be like the other person that like hurts you and everything Mm -hmm. and it's just like you know sometimes you just feel like Oh, I gotta get revenge! Like, oh hell no, I gotta get yeah. revenge! Like, <laughs> the no, pettiness part. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm gonna get petty. I'm gonna come from you, your dog, your sister, everybody. <laughs> like, sometimes, like I don't do that often unless like you really, 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 really piss me off, and then mm-hmm. it's just like you know what? Okay, you finna, whew, you finna get these words for real. But like mm-hmm. now, it's just like I just give out all types of positivity, and it's it's it feels good. Like, even though I'm having exactly. a bad day, I just good. be like, yeah. I'll see someone like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, your hair is so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh, your eyes are so pretty and everything. And it's, I don't know. It's just like, so cool. You have to be grown up about things. Like, like you were saying how girls are always like, oh, I'm going to come for this, this and that, you know. Yeah. If they're mad at you, you have to be grown about it and just like move on because in the end that's not gonna matter mm-hmm. you know people's words aren't gonna get you a job exactly. not gonna get you anywhere oh wow so, yeah like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> preach <But> period <laughs> exactly and i think that you know to this question about like building communities we've gotten smarter because mm-hmm. about building these communities cultivating them all yeah. of that because like i said earlier like we've been through that but also we recognize now like we were part of the problem too and like Mm -hmm. surroundings matter you know and it's up to us to look for those people and to be real and honest with one another Mm -hmm. so that you trust me and i trust you you yeah yeah Why she casters help how do i stop losing myself in other people as soon as i have feelings towards a person i find myself wanting to bend over backwards to do anything everything for them no matter what i have to sacrifice can i blame astrology or is this me sincerely head over feet <laughs> sincerely head over heels man i felt that like yeah. whenever and i i mean it's the like it's infatuation it's not really i don't know it's it's a really overwhelming intense feeling Mm -hmm. that i feel like we've all experienced it at least at one point or another i don't know and i feel like um this feeling can be for both like friends or like if you're like attracted to someone (laughs) i like i like the way you said that or when you know you're attracted to someone (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think it's you know when you first like ha- you get a new I don't know when you were a kid you've got like this new toy and it's you've been wanting it for a really long time and it's like awesome and you're like yo this is so cool you love it so much and I think it's the same thing when you meet a person and you're like how can you be so great and 
how can you be all of this in just you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, a re- it's an overwhelming feeling, but I think eventually, at least for me, it like slowly d- dwindles away and I'm like, mm, you're not that great, but okay. True, finger snaps to that because <laughs> I can hardly feel that. But I mean, if you're if you're really into this person or like either friendship wise or whatever, then obviously talk to them and and the whole wanting to bend over backwards for them. No, yeah, don't <laughs> like, lose yourself. There are right. limits. There are limits. But I know it's really easy to lose yourself in another person, mm-hmm. especially if you're not at a hundred percent happy place with yourself. Mm. You try to look for the solution or your happiness in someone else. So. You know, maybe instead of trying to find someone who you think will solve all your problems, you should be working on yourself in the first place. I, yeah. I feel like if you do have these feelings, it's good to just, like, talk about it. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to talk about it with the person you're feeling these feelings towards. But, like, your friend or your journal, just, like, yeah, like, because if I feel like if you just, like, disregard it or pretend it's not there or lie to yourself or lie to others it's just you're gonna end up like losing control mm-hmm. i just feel like if they're not bending their back for you don't bend your back for them <laughs> yeah <laughs> true true that so yeah i think that's a gist and that's very wise advice totally if they're not doing something for you then don't do something for them oh don't give them a hundred percent and they just give you 25%. Like, that's yeah. uneven. You're missing the, 75 of the percentage you're supposed yeah. to be giving me. The math doesn't <laughs> add up. So, so yeah, it's definitely not astrology, even though I wish we could blame it on that. It's all of us. We will all do this at some point, be it mm. friendship or relationship-wise, you know? So you're not alone, and thank you so much for writing in. So the next question goes, hello, friends. What do you do if your friend is being a Susan? And basically what we mean by being a Susan is being just kind of like a problem child of the group. (laughs) Just like making some choices that you're like, oh, dear. Sometimes uh, Susans can be like toxic and sometimes they can just be like silly friends. I would say that if you feel that they're being toxic towards you, and, like, everybody else in your friend group is, like, getting along with them, I would say kind of distance yourself from them, but, like, still hang out with your other friends that hang out with that person. Keep and it's not yourself. about being petty also. It's right. not, like, being, like, I don't yeah. like Susan, so... Y'all don't I'm, like Susan either. Yeah. <laughs> it's more just being, like, have a conversation with Susan, because yeah. Susan's probably clueless, too. Like, Susan probably doesn't know that she's getting herself and also in all of this mess, yeah. or... I mean, Susan usually knows, but like Susan has a reason, you know, and you gotta, you have to be real with Susan because obviously no one's looking out for her if she's getting herself into this mess, you know? So you gotta be that friend. If you truly care about Susan, be like, Susan, girl, what is going on? You're you know? a total mess. Um, the way I would deal with the Susan is, um, <laughs> I gotta see. I mean, like, Susan, I mean, 
Susan could be could be on to something sometimes. I might be on the train with Susan. Like, yeah, I would do that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, yeah, Susan's like yeah. the party animal, right? Yeah, Susan's you like, know, yeah. you gotta you gotta yeah. give Susan some right, credit here. Susan, thank you so much for getting being the life of the party. Yeah, yeah. but like Go Susan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you also got to think about where Susan is coming from. Like she yeah. comes from different places and everything, yeah. but still, Susan, yeah. Follow up. What if the Susan is just like, no, I'm not gonna listen to you. What do you do then? Well, Susan, on her own. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. So I don't know about that. I tried. Be like, um, I tried talking to you. I did all I can. Uh, yeah. I won't physically make you. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, the thing is about Susans is they tend to be really good at keeping you around. At least for me, when I've had a Susan, I'm in for the ride until (laughs) until it goes way, way, way too far. And then it's a little too late. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did Susan just make me do? Like, I'm in too deep in this moment there's sometimes those susans too that they are like nice or like they put on a fake face yes and then they're like they talk about you behind your back and i hate those oh my god and sometimes you need like a susan escape route where it's like oh no 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 no, no, you know and you just have to like be like oh my mom's calling me and you're like you always need plan b with susan like you know, you just prepare yourself. You know who you're dealing with. Yeah. You know who your friend is. Don't lie to yourself, girl. You know what Susan's thinking. <laughs> you you, you know did. what she's going to do. You know, you know what she. What, you know what the kind of stuff she pulls off when she's trying to make you do something that you want to be doing. You never go through Plan A with Susan. Yeah. You let yeah. Susan handle on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, so our final questions. I'm really stoked about this. We found a 30-year-old person to send us a question. Oh, my gosh. I'm so literally <laughs> like, ah! Okay, so we're going to have one of our producers int- me read the question. Who's also a 30-year-old. Yeah, who's also yes. in their 30s. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> uh, very excited to be on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. So here's the question that was written in. Hello, SheCasters. I'm in my 30s, and I'm often frustrated by how much folks who are older than me seem to have given into the idea that there will never be progress in some of our biggest social issues, such as rape culture, boys will be boys, climate change, political corruption shit, all that. And if I'm that frustrated with 60-year-olds, 60-year-olds, I bet teenagers are frustrated with me and my peers for the ways that we've unknowingly given into cultural norms. So... What things do bomb-ass, no-nonsense she-casters want from today's 25 to 40-year-olds to not give up on? What should we be pushing forward on, no matter how difficult, to make sure that we cut a path for the folks coming up behind us and do everything we can to create long-term social change? Sincerely, The Big 3-0. Hey, that's so cute. Any thoughts? There's a lot. (laughs) Okay, first of all, so um, election day alderman stuff were a couple, a week, 
two weeks ago yeah yeah so um that day i went door knocking and i had to have a lot of wonderful conversations with people who didn't know it was election day (laughs) so first of all i'm like how how do you not know it's election day but i i understand it's hard to keep updated um turn on the tv tv sometimes when everything is just terrible um but I mean, what I would say to everyone out there is just stay educated as best as you can. Stay informed because in Chicago, we had the second lowest voter turnout. And I was reading so many articles about 20 year olds not going out to vote because they felt like their voice wasn't going to be heard. Honey, vote. OK, and then you can complain. Like yeah. the thing is, is that if they don't vote, then, like, their voice isn't going to be heard at all. Yeah. Like, there's a 0% chance. That, that makes no sense. I feel mm-hmm. like we stretched that out in the last episode, so if you haven't heard it, you should go check it out. <laughs> it's really cool. Shameless yeah. <laughs> <Hey>, <laughs> self-promo. I mean, like, if... Okay, so, like, if they have kids or grandkids our age and everything, like, you guys should just pay attention to what they do and everything. Like, just check it out. Or, like, see what they're looking at on social media and stuff. Social media is cool. (laughs) But, like, I just, I mean, it's some things that's been in the olden days and everything that doesn't get played out. It just gets, like, remixed. Mm -hmm. Like, from songs to dances to poetry to art and stuff. It just gets, it's like, it's not, everything is never played out. Mm -hmm. History repeats itself, people. History repeats itself, for real. One thing I would, like, people who are older than us to do is like just listen to us like Mm -hmm. there have been a lot of times when I've like seen a young person make a really good point and have it like Mm. completely disregarded by like even a teacher like I've seen a lot Mm -hmm. of people in my class make like really really good statements the teachers be like well it's it's fine like just sit down (laughs) like Mm because yeah so like like listening is something that I think is important it's like give us a chance. Like just because we're young doesn't mean we're not educated. Doesn't mean that we like don't know anything about anything. Because sometimes like we pay attention more than others. Because yeah. as just yeah. said, like I knew it was election day and I don't vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, it's like, come on, man. We're not we're not old enough to vote. Don't let us down. Come on. You you guys have you you have that right. Use it. You know you have. You have a voice that people usually respect more than uh, our voice. So use it, you know? Yeah, I like to piggyback off what Darkness said (laughs) when she was, like, about the teachers and everything. It is... I bet you was the teachers always be like, oh, I have a PhD. I need to teach and I need to do this. Uh (laughs) I hate those teachers so much (laughs) and everything because it's like... Let us tell you things that we know so you can mm-hmm. understand us better as a whole. Because, yeah. like, it's so many of us that knows mm-hmm. more than you would think we know. Because, to be honest with you, young people kind of nosy, for real. Like, we know things yeah. that y'all didn't think that we knew, but, yes, we yeah. know things. Yeah. Trust. It's all about being an advocate, you know? Yeah. Supporting people who aren't usually supported. Because that doesn't mean that you, can compl- you completely ignore your own experience. It's about also being like this is my experience what about you how do you how are you feeling and not um invalidating that you know because your opinion really matters and you know everyone cares you know everyone cares about what everyone else is thinking so it's really 
up to you and to everyone else to be respectful to each other and to not focus everything on you you know mm. being knowing that your experience isn't the universal one so is there any more you know thoughts feelings comments questions you know statements on the whole what should we be pushing forward no matter how difficult everything 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 thing every everything thing everything you care about just fight 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 yeah so ladies we've got through another episode i appreciate you guys coming out to speak and getting out your beds thank you (laughs) yeah if you have any more burning questions, statements, comments, or to tell us how much you adore us, you can hit us up at <laughs> info at shecrew.org. Info at shecrew.org. Info at shecrew.org. Ding. <laughs> I don't know. You just pointed at me. I didn't know what I was supposed to say. <laughs> SheCast is a project created by SheCrew, a for youth by youth podcast with production and editing help from Merritt and Jess. Thank you to the Jane Addams Hull House Museum, where this podcast is recorded. The Jane Addams Hull House Museum serves as a dynamic memorial to social reformer Jane Addams, the first American woman to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. There you go. And her colleagues whose work changed the lives of their immigrant neighbors as well as national and international public policy. It's also haunted. No joke. So check it out. This season of SheCast is supported by a special grant from the Chicago Housing Authority. Thank you for supporting Chicago youth from around the city. If you liked what you heard or want to sponsor an episode of SheCast or just want to get in contact, holler at us at info at shecrew.org. See you next time. Special announcement. SheCrew has just opened up for applications for girls or gender-expanding youth that are ages 12 to 14 of age for the summer intensive this summer 19. Please sign up at shecrew.org. Thanks.